Okay, we're going live once again. Back for the attack. We are back for the attack. We are back, 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 back for the attack. Uh, just setting things up here a little bit. Just setting things up here. Going live, going live, going live. Once again. Once again. It's been a little while. I must admit. Been busy making videos. Videos, working on notes, fasting. I'm still on my fast. And um, my fast is uh, approaching to an end. My fast is approaching to an end. I got uh, five more days to go. So anyhow, look forward to uh, having some food again. So I got the two, I got the thermometers going here. Let me turn on my little recorder here, like I usually do, to record myself. And uh, I have some notes today uh, for this teaching, just to give me a bit of a, um, give me a, some direction. You know, notes are good. Notes are good if you really need them. Brother, good morning, good morning from Uganda. Bugiri, Uganda, Africa. All right. We're working on your video right now, brother. We're working on the, the love of God. We're making a video out of it for YouTube. We're going to have your ministry on the, the video. All right. Just the name, of course. But uh, anyhow, it's a start. So that's good. I like doing that for my brothers who, who, um, who show interest in what we're doing. Because it has to be reciprocal, right? It has to be reciprocal. So, you know, I'm just going to share this right now uh, with you, David, and those who are listening right now. If you go to um, Romans 12, I think it's Romans 12. Oh, maybe not. No, don't go there. Don't go there. It, maybe it's uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 25. Yeah, 1 Corinthians 12, 25. All right, if you want to mark this down or whatever, in the Amplified, I really like the Amplified on this one. It says here, so that there should be no division or discord or lack of adaptation of the parts of the body to each other, but the members all alike should have a mutual interest in and care for one another. All right, so that's the way it should be working in the body of Christ. So we should have a mutual care for one another. All right, and our callings, as long as we're doing the right things. All right, I'm not going to show any interest in a calling that is not of God or that is not being done according to the will of God. No, no, no. I'm not going to have any, show any interest in that whatsoever. So, anyhow, today's going to be a little bit different. Actually, we're back to uh, key Greek power words. Um, I had mentioned this word some time ago in another teaching, and then I said, I got to do a teaching on this Greek word. So just to get started here, just to get started, how many, how many are familiar with this logo? Hey, eh? how many are familiar with this logo? All right. That's, that's the swoosh. They call it the swoosh, right? So how many 
are familiar with this logo, right? We all know that. It's big in America. It's big in North America, right? We all know that, right? We all know what this is, right? Right, the swoosh, the swoosh. Well, the name of the company is Nike. It's Nike, right? They make all kinds of stuff for sports, sports, Nike. They're everywhere in the world. They're huge. They are huge. Nike is huge. All right. They are mega rich. <laughs> They're multi-billionaires. Multi-billionaire. Not just billionaire. They're multi-billionaires. All right. Now, why do I say all of that? Why did I, why did I show you that? Show you what I wear? I wear a lot of Nike stuff. All right. But there's a reason. There's a reason. Did you know, did you know that the word Nike is actually from the Old Testament and from the New Testament? Yeah. The word Nike. N-I-K-E. Nike. You know, every time you see a swoosh now, I need, you need to think of this, this teaching. All right. And we're going to look at this today. The word Nike is used in the Old Testament as well as in the New Testament. Now, the word Nike in the Old Testament, it's used for a, um, God, uh, false gods, God, a goddess. All right. So we're not looking at the word Nike in that context. We're going to be looking at the word Nike in the context of the New Testament. The New Testament. All right. So, there's actually three Greek words regarding this word Nike, all right? They're, I've said this before, it's, uh, they call them group words or family words. So, you got the word Nike, N-I-K-E, and then we've got the word Nikao, Nikao, N-I-K-A-O, that's from Nike, Obviously, it's very similar. And then we've got the word Nikos. Nikos. N-I-K-O-S. All right? All from the word Nike. From the word Nike. All right? And even with the word Nike, you've got compound words. Meaning there's two Greek words that make up one word in English or French or whatever your your language is Swahili whatever a perfect example is as the word Nicodemus remember Nicodemus the the Pharisee that came to Jesus at night and that's where in John 3 that said Jesus told him you must be born again and all that it's got the word Nike Nicodemus Nike it's got the word Nike in it all right very interesting stuff very interesting so, um, so the, the main, the main definitions, the main definitions for this word Nike, for the word Nike, or Nikos, or Nikeo, the, 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 de the main definitions means to conquer, to conquer, victorious, 
to overcome, to prevail, and to subdue. All right? They all carry the same, same, same ideas. All right? Now, the main word in all of that, the main, main word is the word victory overall. If you want to use one English word, even in French, say victoire. I don't know what it is in Swahili, but anyhow, or Urdu, or, but it's the word victory. That's why I bought this cup here. I bought this cup with a big V, with a big V for victory. All right? All right. This is, this is the way I think. All right? This is, this is my mindset. Sorry. Right? I think like this all the time towards everything and anything. All right? So let's look at this word victory. Let's put it that way. Let's look at this word conquering and how it's used for believers, for believers, write your nations, write your nations, write your nations. And once again, I forgot to, to mention that we're broadcasting from same place in Oshawa, Oshawa, the city of Oshawa, Southern Ontario, the nation of Canada and the continent of North America. All right. So let's look at this first, this first reference where it's used in the New Testament for the believers. For the believers, all right? Let's go to John 16, 33. John 16, 33. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33. Jesus said, this is what Jesus said, I have told you these things so that in me, in him, remember, in Christ, you may have peace and confidence in the world, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. No kidding. Whoa. Man, the world is a mess. So is the church. But the world is a real mess. But be of good cheer. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident. Certain. Undoubted by what you see in the world. Don't be moved by that stuff. That's if you walk by faith. For I have overcome the world. What world? The world of the first Adam. He, this is the second Adam talking here. Not me, but I mean Jesus. The second Adam is talking about the world of the first Adam. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. For I have overcome the world of the pagans. I have overcome the world of the heathens. The unbelievers, those are going to hell, okay? And it's the word Nike. That's how it's used. It's one of the three words there, all right? But it's the word Nike, victory. I've got the victory. I got the victory. I conquered. I subdued. I prevailed. Why? For himself? No, for you and me, all right? All right, this is good news. This is part of good news. Let's go to Romans 12. Let's go to the epistles. Romans 12, Romans 12, Romans 12, Roman, the epistle. The epistle of Romans, the epistle to Romans. Romans 12, 21, verse 21. Do not let, Paul says here, Paul penned this by the Spirit. Do not let yourself be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. 
There it is. Okay, don't let the world, don't let yourself be conquered by evil. All right, but instead, there's always a but, but overcome, conquer evil with good. And that's what Jesus did. That's what it says in Acts 10, 38. Jesus went around doing good, right? So it says how God had anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the spirit and power, going from place to place, doing good and healing all those who are oppressed by the devil, by the God of this world, right? Doing good. That's what he did. He went around doing good. And that's what we should be doing as the body of Christ. We should be going around doing good. Where's there sickness? We bring healing. Where there's bondage to demons, we should bring deliverance. Yeah, where there's poverty, we should bring prosperity. Where there's bad news, we bring good news. That's what we're supposed to be doing, but we're not. Overall, most are not doing this. But that's going to change. That's going to change. That's what this missionary prize is all about. That's what this is all about. This mission, this, this ministry, this calling that God has given me to help churches, to walk in this, to walk in victory. Not in defeat, victory. All right, this is good. This is really good. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. What? Write your nation. Write your nation. Write your nation. Vicky Jat Baharam Baharam. Write your nation. All right, just write your nation. All right, let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 54, 55, and 57. And we all know this one. We all know this one. Well, we'll look at it. We'll go through it. So let's start with verse 54. Verse 54. And when this perishable puts on the imperishable, and this that was capable of dying puts on freedom from death, then shall be fulfilled the scriptures that says, Death is swallowed up, utterly vanquished forever, in and unto victory. Victory. Nike. Nike. All right. 55. 55. Oh, death. Oh, death. Where is your victory? That's right. No victory for death. Oh, death. Where is your sting? All right. It's the word victory. It's the word Nike again. 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory. God gives us the victory. I have the victory. You got to start confessing that. Every day, I've got the victory in him. That's what he said back in John 16, 33, that in me, you may have peace and confidence, right? In Christ, we have the victory because we're in union with the new Adam, not in with the old Adam. We're in the world, but we're not of it, Right? All right, but this is part of the walk of faith. We'll look at that briefly. And then I'm going to be doing a teaching for our brothers in Bugiri, Uganda. Um, we're, I'm going to start putting some notes together, David. And I'm going to do a good teaching on faith. And then uh, I'm going to do a live stream out of it. And we'll make a video out of it too. I've got some good teachings on faith already. But anyhow, we'll be making a video for you, brother. Uh, we'll be making a teaching for you for the church. And you bring the churches together. And then I'll make a video out of it. Regarding faith, all right? So, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory, making us conquerors, amplify, conquering, hey, conquering the conquering saints, right? Through, through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's always through him. 
in him, through him, with him. Who's him? Christ, the second Adam. All right, we have the victory. We have the victory over frustrations. We have victory over depression. We have victory over sickness, disease, ailments, infirmities. We have victory over poverty, lack. We have victory over demons. We have victory over all, all the works of the enemy. We have victory on that evil day. It says, put on the full armor. This is all part, this is all part of it. You can't leave anything out. You know, I'm just looking at the word Nike now, but it's part of putting on the full armor of God so we can have walk in victory. These guys that go to war, even today, the Roman foot soldiers, all right, back then, but even today, these guys that go to war, you ever see how much all this equipment they've got on? The helmets and the, the infrared and all this stuff and the glasses and the armor and the guns and all that stuff and the boots and all that and the tanks. Yeah, they go to war prepared. They got an armor on, right? Well, we have to walk in an armor. We've been given a full armor of God, God's armor. God has an armor. <laughs> well, it says God's armor, put on the full armor of God. All right, does he really need it? It's for us. But anyhow, I'm just trying to make a point. I'm just trying to make a point. We're in a war. We're in a war, right? We are in a war. All right, let's move on here. First John. Uh, we're going to basically finish up in the little Johns. Yeah, Uganda again. Fort Portal, Uganda. All right, let's go to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2. Chapter 2. And well, let's look at 13 and 14. And I'm just going to have a, a drink out of my, my victory cup. All right. Chapter 2, verse 13 and 14 of 1 John, the little Johns. I am writing to you, fathers, because you have come to know uh, him who has existed from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men. Got a lot of young men there. Because you have been victorious. Victorious. Nike. Over the wicked one. I write to you boys, lads, because you have not, you have come to know, recognize, and be aware of the Father. Verse 14, I write to you, fathers, because you have come to know, recognize uh, him who has existed from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong and vigorous. Why? Why are they strong and vigorous, these young men? Why are they victorious? Because the word of God is always abiding in you. Oh, that's a key right there. That's a big key. And you have been victorious over the wicked one. All right? We have victory. We have victory over the wicked one. If, if, if. Hmm? That's right. Back to law of sowing and reaping. All right? It's always conditional. All right? The victory belongs to us. If. The word of God's inside of us. If we walk by faith, if we have the full armor on, if we resist the devil, all these different things, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee, all these different things like that, all right? Let's move on to 1 John. We're still in 1 John, chapter 4 now. Chapter 4, verse 4. Little children, you are of God, you belong to him, and have already defeated and overcome 
them, the agents of the Antichrist, because he who lives in you is greater than he who is in the world. We all know that one. And we need to confess that every day. But it's got the word here, defeated and overcome. It's the word Nike. It's the word Nike. All right? Are you learning something here today? I hope so. Man, oh man. These are good teachings. Let's go to 1 John. 1 John 5, 4 and 5. 1 John 5, 4 and 5. 1 John 5, 4 and 5. This is a great one. I love this one. For whatever is born of God, or whoever is born of God, it's not just whatever, but whoever is born of God, is victorious over the world. What world? The world of the first Adam. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Our faith. Our faith. When you walk by faith, when you're using your faith as a shield, that's what it says in, in Ephesians 6, you know, take up your shield as your faith as a shield, right? Using your faith as a shield. Five, who is it that is victorious over, that conquers the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, all right? So the walk of faith. The walk of faith is such a huge key in walking in victory, all right? So basically, you can say that walking by faith equals walking in victory, all right? And I uh, just want to wrap it up here. I don't want to get too much into faith here, and I've been going on for a little bit. I don't want to go too long. But even in the book of Revelation, the last book of the, the, the Bible, uh, especially the New Testament, the last book, Revelation, the word Nike, Nikeos, na, all those three, are, they're mentioned 16 times. 16. One, six. 16 times. Well, that's quite a few times. So we're not going to look at all of them. We're just going to look at the first reference where the word Nike, I think it's the word Nikeo, is used in Revelation, all right? So Revelation 2.7, 2.7, Revelation 2.7, it says here, "Who He who is able to hear, let him listen to and give heed to what the Spirit says to the assemblies, to the churches, all right? To him who overcomes, who overcomes is victorious, I will grant to eat of the fruit of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. So that's, that's a huge kind of promise. Now, let me say this. We have access to the tree of life as it stands right now. That tree is still there. All right? And we have access to that tree of life that we had access to back in the garden. It's the same tree. We have access to it. And the the way you have access to that tree of life and eat from it is by walking by faith. Because that's what happened with Adam. They didn't walk by faith. They walked by sight. Because even in chapter 3, Eve said, Oh, the tree of the knowledge of good, it looks good. It looks. It looks. Yeah, she walked by sight. Yeah, it looked good. But God said, don't eat of that tree. Eat of this tree. Right? So he gave them a choice. So they had the choice to walk by faith or walk by sight. They chose to walk by sight. And all of mankind has been walking by sight ever since. And a big part of the church is still walking by sight. Now, I'm going to close with this. 
You know, a lot of people say, or some people say, that I'm very critical of the church. Well, I'm critical of the condition of the church, and I'm going to be doing a live stream next week uh, regarding my calling. All right, because a lot of people misunderstand me. A lot of people ask me, "Oh, what's what's your what's your ministry about?" I I think it's pretty clear. Watch my videos and read my posts. I think it's pretty clear. Uh, but a lot of people are not familiar with modern day reformers, modern day defenders of the faith, uh, apostolic reformers, I should say. Because even our reformers from the past, uh, not just even Martin Luther, but even other reformers, they were not really apostolic. All right. I'm not saying they didn't have that working in them, but they didn't, it didn't come out to the fullness as it should have. All right. So anyhow, so I'll be doing a, uh, I'll be doing a live stream on that, um, next week sometime. I'll be doing a teaching on that. So I want to thank you. I really appreciate you guys. And, um, I want to appreciate, I want to thank you. And I always encourage all of you to learn what it takes, um, to walk in your sonship. Uh, learn what it takes to walk in the grace of God and in the faith of God because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God. We're saved by grace. We're saved by grace, right? Through faith, but we're saved by grace. So we got our sonship back by grace. He got it. God got it back for us. All right. So that's why I say learn to walk in your sonship and then walk in the grace of God, the faith of God. Because that's how, the more you walk in this grace, the more you're going to walk, uh, the more you're going to walk in your sonship. And the more you walk in your sonship, the more Jesus is going to live his life, not only in you, but through you. And then what we read in the four Gospels, uh, th there's huge stuff in there that we need to see again on this planet. And that's what he wants to do, believe it or not. A lot of people don't believe that the four Gospels are for today. I didn't believe in that years ago. But it is for today. The four Gospels are for today. All the healings, the deliverances, all that great stuff, it's all for today. Walking on water, all this stuff. All this stuff. Uh, turning wine, uh, water into wine. I'm not saying, you know, we, we should go wrong, you know, but just turning things into from one thing into another. Feeding the thousands of people. You know, all these people that ask me for money in, uh, in Africa, uh, Pakistan, India, uh, for orphanages. You know what? You're, you're looking at the wrong guy. Jesus fed thousands, fed thousands supernaturally. And he can do that. He can do that for you with the orphans and the widows and all that. He can do that. With the little you have, he can multiply that supernaturally. But he needs your faith. He needs your faith. Yeah. So anyhow, I got to go. And I want to thank you. And as I finish my videos, uh, we're going to see you again, but I will keep posting. We've been making a live stream next week. We're working on a video, and, but as I always finish my video, shalom and amen.